0: Okay, we are learning Daf Mem dalet. We're starting from the bottom of Mem Gimel base where the Gemara says Tanya a few, a few lines up. So let's just go over uh, what happened yesterday so we can jump in. So there were two guys on the road and were, one made a nadir and one's the subject of a nadir and they, can't, they cannot benefit. One cannot benefit from the other. Problem is, it's a really desperate situation. He doesn't have any food. So the Mishnah tried telling us like what he can do to get his friend food even though he can't directly give him food because that would be giving him benefit. So... The Mishnah said, you know, try to look for another person. There's another person he can give the food to, and then he gives it to him, and then that other person will share the food. That's fine because that's just indirect benefit to the subject of the nether. But then, what if it was only them, only the subject of the nether and the guy who made the neder? What are we going to do in that scenario? Um, in that scenario, in that scenario, we're going to be we're going to be totally stuck at that point. So the Gemara, said, the Mishnah said that what we can do is uh, we can we can we can have the person who, who can't benefit his friend, he can, we can have him put it on a rock and simply declare his food ownerless. If he says that it's Hefker, says that it's ownerless, so now if the subject of the nether goes and he takes the food, so then it's not an issue because he's not taking it from the possession, he's not taking the food that belongs to the person he can't benefit from, he's taking food that is Hefker. That was the solution that the Tanakama pr- uh, proposes. Now it looks a little bit like a, dr- a trick, but it's valid, it's a valid loophole because he's not benefiting from the other person's food, he's benefiting from the ownerless thing. Raviosi says, no, 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 I don't allow this. So the Gemara had a whole discussion yesterday why Raviosi doesn't allow it. But what's fascinating is that although the Gemara came out that the problem is that it looks like a trick and an employee and that he never really meant the half-care to begin with, that's really the reason the Gemara came out with yesterday. He might explicitly state, I'm only making it half so that you can get the food, I don't really wanna make it half so on and so forth. But after all is said and done, that was just one approach. And today, in our approach, and what we're gonna be learning today, we're gonna to be assuming, like the Gemara initially understood yesterday. I know it's a funny thing that it happens like that, but that's what the Rishonim here speak out. So the way the Gemara initially understood yesterday was something else. What does it mean to make something ownerless? What does that mean half care? Simple shot and Tanakama holds that you make it not yours. I didn't say it's somebody else's, but it's not mine. It completely leaves my possession. It goes from being mine to being not mine. Whose is it? Nobody's. It's ownerless. That's the definition of Hefker. It's ownerlessness. It's owned by nobody. That's the Tanaka. Rebiosi says no. Hefker Kematano. Hefker is no different than when you give somebody a present. Just as when you give a present, there's no intermediate stage between when it's yours and when it's his. It's just it's yours until he makes a Kenyan. Make, until he makes a Kenyan, you could promise it to him, but you could still pull back. It's still yours. So to Hefker, according to Rebiosi, all it is, is it allowance for other people to come and make a kinyon on your thing and be, become the owner. But until they come along and make a kinyon on the thing, it still belongs to you. And you can totally retract from your hafqir. So according to Rabbi Yossi, it doesn't mean that it's ownerless. It means that it's allowance for other people to make a kinyon on it. And the big difference in this subtlety is that according to Rabbi Yossi, when someone is zokha from something that someone else was mafkir, he's being Zocha in something that belongs to the other person. According to the Rabbanon, hafqir means that it's ownerless. So therefore, he's being zochef from a non-entity, it's not owned by anybody. According to Rabbi Yossi, he's being zochef from the person who previously owned it. That other person had just declared that he allows other people to come and take it. And if is if these, the subject of the nadir and the mother, I know you are walking on the road and there are only two people, if he's going to put it on the rock and say it's care, it's so according to Rabbi Yossi, if the subject then the goes and he takes it, so he's still being zochef from that guy's thing, and therefore it's forbidden, he's taking benefit from his property. According to the Rabbanon, it became ownerless first, and therefore it would be permitted. So we're going to work with that initial approach as we go forward today, okay? So here we're starting, Tanya, uh, three lines up, Mem Gimel on base. Tanya says advisor. or mafkir es sadehu. Somebody's declaring his field to be ownerless. Now I want to say just one more introduction about people who are making their field ownerless. Why would somebody do that? Well, what's, what's the deal? A guy's got a nice, good field and everything, lots of fruits and everything grown. So, oh, it should all be ownerless. So what is this? So the idea is, and we're going to see this later on in the daf today, very important halacha. Trumos and maesros, the tithes that are given to the Kohen, to the levy, are only given from produce that you own. But if you become the owner of, of fruits and, and, and vegetables, whatever it is, that were hefker, then you don't have to give off trimas and ma'asurus. It's a very interesting halacha. It's based upon a scriptural decree. The pasuk indicates this point. But bottom line is, if you get things of hefker and you're using them, you don't have to give anything to the coin and the lady first. Only to which you grew in your land, like it was your possession, that's where you have the obligation to take off trimas and ma'asurus. But if you take them in a hefker, you don't have to. So let's think about an amazing trick. I want to be cheap and not give trimas and Maeserus to the coin and the levy. So what do I do? Instead of just harvesting my field and being stuck with the Chiyav, let me be my field. I'll make it ownerless. And then at that point, I'll quickly go and be Zolch in it before anybody else gets it. I'll make sure that I'm the one who picks it up. But then I'm reassuming ownership, not in my previous thing. What am I doing? I'm becoming zochim and a And therefore, I won't have to give off trimas and Maeserus. Now, if everybody would do that, then nothing would be ever given to the coin and the Levi. So obviously, the Rabbanon, Chazal, are not happy with this idea. So what happens? Someone who declares his field ownerless. so this is Midrabanon, for three days you can retract your declaration, meaning it's like not activated until three days pass. Until three days go, anyone who picks it up from a hefker, whether it's you or somebody else, who's zoha in the field that you declared hefker, no problem, you just go, take it back. And even though he was already zoha it, right? So obviously this is a new institution, Midrabanon, this is a new taqanah, Midrabanon, that they basically had to say, that unless we're, we're going to say that there's a, a, de- a delay in the activation of the half people are just going to make half and then just quickly bezocha back before somebody else can take it and claim that, hey, I don't have to give jermes and myasurus. So this is, this is simply a new to make sure that people aren't going to play with the system. So it takes three days. After three days, at that point, it's serious, right? That's the idea. After three days, it's clear, it's serious, and therefore, um, and therefore it could become half so from then and on if it's after three days there is no retracting there is no going back this is important words here there's no going back on the half care what does it mean to be going back on the half care it means that you cannot simply say actually I changed my mind and, it will still belong, and nobody else can take it anymore now what is that what are we trying to say the half care is activated therefore anybody can take it just because you said I take it back nobody can take it it's too late but that doesn't mean you can't go take it yourself and be Zohar. You could. But you'd be and in a half the same way anybody else would be zolcha in a half-care. The point that we're saying is from then and on, you cannot retract. The point that we're saying is you cannot simply pull back your half and it will always be yours the same way it was always be yours. You can quickly go and make a kinyon before somebody else makes a kinyon, in which case you're zolcha in a half the same way anyone else can be zolcha in a half-care. But the basic idea that what we're saying is after three days, it goes in effect. If after three days, it goes in effect, then at that point... You're not going to be able to retract. Now, let's remember we have a machlokas rabbiosi and the rabbanon. What happens when you make something hafkar? According to the rabbanon, once you make an hafkar, it becomes ownerless and therefore you can't retract, right? It's already, it's already not yours. You want to go zochre, be zochre. According to rabiosi, every hafkar in the world, you can always retract. Why? Because all you did was allow somebody to come and but before they did, it's just your words, so you can pull back your words. Clearly, this part of the b'risa is going like the Rabbanon's view, that hefker is not kematon. You made it ownerless, so that if you made it ownerless, then you cannot pull back. Okay, great. So we understand the beginning of the b'risa to be going like uh, the Rabbanon, with one interesting new talk on the Rabbanon, that, that someone who's mafker is field, the hefker is not activated until three days pass, so that people don't play games with the system. Says the b'risa amartei, the guy does a very interesting thing. He makes a hefker in a very abnormal thing. For only for one day. Shabbos achas, for one week. L'chodesh achas, for one month. Shana Akas for one year. Shavu achas, for one seven-year time frame. So he's making, and, and the Rishodim explained, he's not saying that after that automatically will go back to me. He's saying, it's like, this, you can be Zoha in it, but only if you're Zoha within this time frame. Anybody can take it away from me, and it will be theirs forever. But only if they make it, it's like a stipulation. But only if they make the kinyon, only if they come and take it within the day, the month, the year, or something like that. So in that case, what's the halacha? As long as not he or anyone else took possession of it, he can always come along, as long as somebody didn't, didn't uh, make, make a kinyon on it, he can always come along and retract even after three days. What's the pshat? Why is he able to pull back? What is, and again, what does it mean to retract? To retract means I simply say, actually, I want to take back my statement, and then no one can take it. Why could he pull back? So the Gemara initially understands that the Pshat here is, is that, um, is that, is that, is that Hefker is, kimatana, like Rabbi Yossi's opinion. And just because I said something is like Hefker, nothing changes. It doesn't become ownerless. It just becomes that I said that somebody else can come and take it. So if I pull back, I pull back. That's what it would sound like. However, but if, let's say, after somebody else or took possession, then you can't retract. Once somebody made a Kenyan, somebody made a Kenyan. So again, in the second part of the price that seems to be dealing with, we don't initially assume it makes a difference that you only made it after for a certain time frame. Initially, that just happens to be the case. But you stipulated, if anyone's okay today in the field, they could take it. Now, before anybody takes it, I could just pull back my words. I could actually say to somebody, actually, I pull back my after and that's it. And if somebody then goes and takes it, I, he's taking my thing. He can't. That part of the price that would only be seeming to go like Rebiosi. Because according to Rabbanan, once you make an ownerless, you can't just retract. You can try, you can try to quickly run and be before somebody else does, but you can't retract. So the Gemara therefore moves on to an obvious question. Raise Rabbanon and for Rabiosi. Are we supposed to say the first part of the bride says the Rabbanon and the second part is Rabiosi? Meaning to say we have two fundamentally different ideas about what to raise. The Rabbanon holds its ownerless and then you can't retract your words. No retracting. It already changed. According to Rebiosi, it's just words. It's just allowing people to come take it. Therefore you can retract. We know those are the fundamentals. We know there's a dispute. But what we have here is a briso which we cannot make hands or tells of. The first part of the bryso sounds only like the Rabanan. The second part of the price of sounds only like Yosi. So let's just go over the bryasa outside one more time. I know I'm going to do this a little slow. It's worth it because it gets a little complex on what the answers are. I'm going to go over the bryasa one more time outside so we see the glaring problem. The first part of the bryasa, Stam, tells us that when someone's mafkar field, it doesn't get activated for three days. That seemingly has nothing to do with us. That's just new Stam, a new Takanam Adarabana, or else people would be mafking their field and taking it back to get out of giving trimmer But it says after three days, no longer can I retract my word. That part of the price was only the rabbana. According to Rabbi Yossi, every after you can retract your word because you never became ownerless, right? It's just that you're allowing other people to take it. So now I don't allow other people to take it. Fine, so that part of the price only sounds like the Rabbana. The second part of the price are where a guy says anyone can take my field today, the those goes on to say, before anybody went and take it, I can simply retract my word and stop anyone in the future from taking it. So that part of the b'risa sounds like only Rebiyosi. According to the Rabbanon, it became ownerless at this point for the day. So therefore, even if, I, there's no, even if you say I no longer mean it, it shouldn't be effective. So the Gemara is going to give us two approaches here. Really, the seifa is going like the Rabbanon as well. That hefker is, makes it completely changed. It's ownerless. Says the Gemara Yachi, what we were struggling with, Why is the Brisa saying that before anyone takes it, you just retract? Why are you retracting? It became ownerless. So the Gemara answers, Shiny Shavua v'shavua This case where you made it ownerless, but it was limited to a small time frame, you said for only the day, the month, the year, whatever it is, it's unusual. It's not shchiach. It's not a common thing. So what does that mean to say? We need to say, why did the guy say it's only half-care for the day? Right? Let's try to read the, the mentality of that person. Usually people just say, it's half-care. Just take it. Anyone wants. Why is this guy saying it's half-care, but only if you take it within the day? You know why? Because he doesn't really want to make it own us. He just wants to allow, he still wants to own it. He's still just, he's, all he's saying is somebody can take it, but only today. Like I'm not so sure, 100% sure I'm parting with my thing yet. So what we see is reluctance on the owner to part with his thing. Normally a guy says, this is healthcare. What does that mean? Ownerless, gone, it's not yours anymore. Here, the Rabbanon will agree to Rabbi perspective in Hefker when the guy has an unusual variable. What's the unusual variable? It's Hefker, but only for the day. Only if you take it today. What's he trying to say? I'm not really parting with this. I'm just allowing you to come take it, but with strings and strings attached. I'm not sure how long I'm letting this, this condition stay. From his words, you can see that he doesn't really mean to part with it wholly. Therefore, even the Rabbanon agree to Rabbi When someone makes a limited time frame of Hefker, that the Hefker is not ownerless. It just means I allow somebody to take it. That's fascinating because you would, you would have said until this line in the Gemara that the Machlokas is a fundamental in what the identity of Hefker could be. What we see now is that everybody agrees that it could be like Rabiossi, that you still retain ownership and you're just allowing people to take it. The question is what your intent is, what you mean. Rabiossi says across the board, every Hefker is like a present where you're still retaining ownership and you're just allowing someone to come and take it from you. The Rabbanan say no, normally Hefker makes it ownerless. Here, where you said it's Hefker, only if you take it today, here we read your mind and we say that no, you don't mean to give up the ownership to it. So that's Ula's perspective. The whole thing is like the Rabbanan and the ends of it. And now we understand why the brysev, that point of the price was talking about where you only did it for the day of the month of the year. That's a very important variable. That's the only reason why we're saying the Yachal Aserba says the Kamar Reish Isham, I mean the Savior of just the opposite. If the end of the bra sounds like we thought was only like Rebiosi, so we should say the whole price is like Rebiosi, and the first part was also going like Rebiosi. So I, why after three days, did we say that he cannot retract? That was the question. in and time, the reason why we said in the Rashaw that the decoration cannot be retracted after three days, delotaka tos half care. We don't want people to forget about the rules of Hefker. What does that mean? We want people to remember the halacha. What's always the halacha? That when someone zocha mina they're parted from and meiser. Remember, that is the fundamental halacha. We have to remember that halacha. Why is that halacha important? Because if nobody knows that halacha and they just find their street, you know, an apple in the street which was hafker and they take it for themselves and they think they're chayv and meiser, they might take off meiser from that apple. A double portion to pater itself and another apple, which was obligated, and that's a big problem. If you have one apple which is obligated and one apple which is not obligated, and you take off a double portion from the one which was not obligated, thinking you're exempting the one which was obligated, that's no good. That's taking mafreshman aptur alachir from something which is exempt on something which is obligated. You got to make sure people know what's obligated in miser and what's not. So we have to make sure that people remember the essential halacha that when someone is zochim and a hefker, they are poter, they are pater from miser Now. If the halacha would be, like Rabbi Yossi said, that after three days, even after three days, you can always retract your hefker because simply no one took it yet and it didn't become ownerless. So if an owner would go ahead and retract, and the halacha would be that he would be poter min that he would be, I'm sorry, chay of bemaiser because the hefker never it never became ownerless. It just became designated for somebody else to take but the guy just retracted it and that's why it was still chayev. People might forget, people might wrongly assume, they might think it was really half and that the guy's just hive and Trimus and meisers because Trimus and meisers are chayv and hefker. That's a mistake. Really, the only reason the guy is chayv and meisers is why? Because he retracted and it never became hefker. It's not that he was zilcham and hefker, he just retracted. But we don't, so therefore we have to make sure to reinforce the idea that hefker is patram and ameisa. The rabbonin came along and they made a new decree. What did they say? That an owner is not allowed to retract after three after, is no owner is not allowed to retract after three days, even when no one no one yet took possession of the property. So, what we're saying is, let me just clarify this point. Mm-hmm. Really, Rabbi Osi holds that Hefker does not leave the person's ownership, and therefore, someone could retract after a certain amount of time and it would just come back to them, and they were in Zilchmana Hefker and never left their ownership. But at, when a person is Mafker, their field, and there's Trumas and Meisers involved, the rabbis made a new Takana. Until three days pass, Everybody agrees here. Stam. There's a new Takana that, that you're not able to um, to retract. So you're not able to, uh, I'm sorry, that you could retract and it's not Hefker so that no one is going to play the game. But after three days, there's a new Takana that you cannot retract. Why is that? Because if you do retract and you pull it back, someone who observes you taking off Trumas and Maezos might think that it was really Hefker and that your chive and Trumas and Maezos meant a Hefker. So therefore, even according to Rabbi we made a new rule that the owner of a field who was Maezos, Trumas and after three days, cannot retract. He cannot retract and we're going to treat it like a davish half, hafkir even if he goes and takes it. He's taking him in a hafkir and I'll be pater from Chirmas and misers. A new takana. So if you think about what's happening here, it's really amazing because right at the transition between three days and then till after three days, the rabbis are threading a needle. They're balancing two different issues that they have. Until three days, everybody, even the rabbanan, agreed that there's halacha you could retract and that it didn't become half Why? They why is there such a takana? Because if not, everyone would just be ma'akir their stuff, be zochim and a and think they're from truma So meisirs and play the game with the system. No Cohen and Levi is ever going to get their truma. That's one law. Then there's another law right after three days, where according to Rabbi Yossi, essentially now the halacha should be that what you should be able to just retract and pull back your hafgar. The rabbanan have to institute. No, you cannot retract it, and it becomes fully hefker even though it's not really hefker. Why? Because if not. Someone who looks at the owner taking back his thing and taking off Trimus Amisos might think that you're chayiv to take off Trimus Amisos when a hafker. So it's really interesting. The takana within three days is so almost like opposite of takana after three days. Within three days, we're scared about someone being mafkar something, and becoming hafkar and then taking it back and thinking he's pater, and trying to play with the system. Therefore, we made a takana that even according to the rabbis, what's the halacha? You're still going to be chayiv in Trimus Amisos. You you, that you're, that you're still a takana that you're able to pull back within three days after 3 days even within rapiosi that you normally could pay, pull back that you normally could pull back we made a special tacona you can't pull back it's totally after care so that someone seeing the owner pull back won't assume that there's a khiev in amaisros, khiev in trimasamisros when I have care says the Gemara. now the Gemara makes this point how we're really balancing two different takanas I hachi, i feel me have a half care then it should be ownerless even from the first day why did they say it doesn't take effect until after 3 days if you're really nervous that when the owner retracts and takes off amaisros, people aren't going to realize the people are just going to say trim- that care is high and chayv and So then even for the first three days, we should make it totally care And if the guy takes it back, then he should have to uh, give chayv... Is- and then, and then, then he should be... Um from and um, so the Gemara says no, because we're balancing that other point with Nehra Rahman, we're concerned that people are just trying to cheat the Kohen and Levi, the Mafgur and Rajin what do they do? They just make it ownerless and then they retract and reclaim their fields. And uh, But here, that's a game because it was just their intention from the very beginning to do so. So therefore, it never really became Hefkar. the whole thing was invalid. So we want to stop them from doing that and making thinking that they're really exempt from Meiser. So therefore, the Rabbanan said, the essential Daraisal law that you could pull back and that it didn't really become Hefkar is there. So until three days, we work with the regular essential law of a BOC that it didn't really become half-care and therefore if you take it back, you're not taking it into half-care but really taking your own thing and therefore you have to give Trumas of miseros. After three days, even though when you, when you retract, it really means you never left your ownership the whole time and therefore what? And therefore it should be chayv and trimest of misros. The Rabbana made a new takana that you're potter so that the world should remember that there's a halacha that Trumas of don't have to be taken off from half-care. So what comes out according to Rish Lakish's interpretation, is that after three days, Rabbi Yossi agrees by Yatakhanu de Rabbanon, that you cannot retract after three days, all by your field and fruits and things that are chayv and trimus and misers. but after three days, Rabbi Yossi agrees you cannot retract. Within, there's two, uh, it's unbelievable how there's two different taqanas going on here at the same time. The rabbis want the world to remember the taqana of Hefker, therefore after three days you cannot retract, they just made it Hefker, and it's going to be palted from Trimus of Aizos. but within three days, because of people who would, treat the, who would trick the Kohen and the Levi, we have to make sure that you could be choser like the essential, Daraih Salah according to Rabbi and therefore, Rechaim in Trimus of So the Gemara now asks how the rabbis have the power to do this. Daraih Salah of Hefker comes out that in the Seifa, by, by Torah law, it wouldn't be efker. By Torah law, you could always retract, according to Rabbi Yossi. So therefore, it should be Chayv and Tremas The rabbis are instituting that it's a full efker and that it's Pater from Tremas HaMaisos. But that should be a problem. Why would we be concerned that he's going to come to separate Maaser from what Midar HaMaisos, from from which which was a pater, meaning you have this stuff. After the owner retracted, after three days, from a daraisa level, it is chayav. The Rabbanan are the ones saying it's Pater. The owner might. Just know that it's potter. Not realize that midaraisa it's actually chayiv and trimasamaiserus, and, and he might come to take off from one thing which is biblically obligated on one thing which is biblically potter, or from one thing which is biblically potter on one thing which is biblically obligated. Meaning, we're, it's very dangerous to create situations where the fruit is midaraisa Chayev and midrabbanon potter. Very dangerous because remember, you can't take off double portions when Laptor and b'tora achiliv. So the gemara answers We tell the guy when you take off Miser from this crop, make sure that you. You take miser from the crop within itself, meaning make sure you're not taking off a portion from something else to exempt this, or a portion from this to exempt something else. Meaning we basically tell them the whole thing. We made it Potter, but medaraisa it's really high. Therefore be careful to take off only from it within itself to satisfy the dadar but don't take off from something else on it or from this on something else. All right, so bottom line is, where are we? After we've, we've explained this, these two approaches between Ula and Reish we have two different ways how to understand the bra- our brisa. Ula's view was that well, the whole brisa was the Rabbanon and in the safe, for the reason you could retract is because when a guy makes an unusual time frame for half-care, we say he doesn't really mean to relinquish the ownership, he just allows people to take it. And we have Reish Lakish's appro- a- 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 approach that the whole b'raisa is rabiosi, but there's a new talk on that after three days, you can't pull back. It becomes totally half-care. So that people remember that the halacha is that, that, that Hefkir is plotted from tremas and misers. So the Gemara says, maize Now we have a kashr and rich from the price of the price of sesam. Someone made his vineyard to ownerless. and the next morning. Amrud he ran and he harvested the stuff. So Mamish, this guy was playing a trick, right? That's his thing. He's, he's, he's declaring it ownerless and he's running and picking the fruit in the morning. Beperet he's still chai to give off most of the matanos to the, to the poor. Peret, Olo, Sheikha, and Just We know what those are. Peret, the halacha, is when you have one or two grapes that fall off the cluster when it's being picked, you have to leave them for the poor. Olo's are like the bad ones. The immature clusters have to be left for the poor. Um, we know Sheikha is when you have the ones that you, that you forget behind. You forget to cut those you have to leave. Peah um, is the corner of the field that has to be left for the, for the poor. So all the different gifts that you give to the poor, so normally you don't have to give them from half-care. But here, with this guy was Mafkarit, and then he quickly went to Rambi So he still has to give all these gifts. Now, what's the pshad he has to give all these gifts? So the Gemara, so you would say maybe it's a that he has to do it because we know he's playing the games, but it's actually more than that. The Gemara in Baba Kama says that regarding these gifts to the poor, the Torah emphasizes twice, give them to the poor, give them to the poor. So we say what the Torah is trying to say is that when you were mafkir and then you took it back, you still have to give. If a random fellow was zoham and a he doesn't have to give these gifts. But if the owner was and something that he himself was mafkir, he does have to give them. However, he's potter from mafkir. Because Meiser, it doesn't say a double time you should give. So by Meiser, as long as he was mafkir, it technically worked. It technically worked. And now he's looking at Meiser. So he's putter from Meiser. Now, wait a second. Didn't we learn a special takana at the Rabbanan, that the hefgir doesn't go through for three days? Remember that whole thing? How in the, and that was within even the Rabbanon's view, even within Rabbanon's view where everything, that uh, you could retract and you would still be chaya because or else everybody would play this game. So the Gemara says like this, It's good according to Ula. Remember, Ula was the one who said that the previous it was going according to the Rabbanon. So he could say as well, This anonymous b'raisa is also going like the Rabbanan, and it's only speaking under D'Arisa law. Meaning under d'raisa law, it would be Patermana minam You're right, mid it would be Chayev and miser, as the previous b'raisa taught, because we don't want people playing with the system. But this b'raisa is telling us, what is the d'raisa law? So there's no contradiction between the two Braisas. The first Braisa was, was telling us what the rabbis instituted, and the second Braisa was telling us what the Daraisa law is, which is interesting. Why would a Braisa tell me a Daraisa law when the rabbis change it? I guess because it's trying to show you what the essential law is. The essential law is that the difference between most gifts and the gifts to the, of miser. Maiser, once you're mafkir and you take it back, you're potter by Torah law, and the other gifts you're chayim and Daraisa. So the, 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 the Braisa is only speaking under Daraisa law, and it's telling you if you're mafkir and you take it back, what's the law? You're potter a miser It's telling you Daraisa law. Now, why is that only good according to Ullah? Because Ullah said the other price was the Rabbanan. So if this price it could be the Rabbanan, that's good. So if I'm after something and I take it back, I'm Zokham and Ahefker. I'm Zokham and Ahefker. If he was ownerless, I took it back. Therefore, what should the halacha be? I am Potam and Again, All Medrabanan. Yeah, All Medrayser. Again, there is a halacha Medrabanan in the previous price that you El Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish said that the last price was going like Rebiosi. Yosi. Why did he say it's going to Rebiosi? Yosi? Because the nominous price, he felt, should go like Rebiosi. So presumably this price as well as Am I Potam and Meiser. So, why, are you, why, are you, why, so why are you put them in a miser? According to Rabbi Yossi, when you make something half care, it's not becoming ownerless. And when you it back, you, it just never left your possession. So, you're not being zilchim in a half care, you're just retracting your miser. If so, then it should always be chay of in miser, even on a daraisa level. So, we have no way of understanding. Now, the, this question of the Gemara is assuming that the same way Rish Laksh said the last baraisa is. Rebiosi. This price was also Rebiosi. So Rish Lakish gives a very uh, in, uh, obvious answer. I'm a lucky, I'm in all the Rebiosi. I only told you in the previous price it was up, on Rabbanon, this price I concede is going according to the Rabbanon's view in half care. Meaning you're right. The previous price I said was Reb but this price I concede is going like the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon old, when I make something, after a taka becomes ownerless, it leaves his possession. Therefore, when he takes it back, by Daraiso law, it would be patrim So let's go find, that's the end, where we're going to stop today. I'll just make a quick summary of what we learned because it, it's a, little, a lot flying over here today. We, we, the most important part is that there's two... Different ways of understanding Hefker. The Rabbanon say it becomes ownerless. Rabbi says it's just you're allowing other people to take it, but you're still the owner. What's the big difference? Two major points. Number one, can you retract your statement? Rabbi says, yes, you can retract your statement. The Rabbanon say, no, you can't retract your statement. You can go be Zohar, but you're Zokam and a Hefker. According to Yossi, you just when you take it back, it's, it never left your possession. That's one thing. Number two is, if you take it back, are you in Shurmuz, and Meisers or not? According to the Rabbanon that it became meiser. Then it became Hefker, we became ownerless, so then Midar isa you're going to be Pater Ben HaMaisah. Point to Rabbi Yossi, you'd be Chaiv in HaMaisah. However, another important point, even according to the Rabbanan's view, that Midar isa you're Pater Ben we learned in the previous pride that within the first three days, when you take it back, you're Chaiv, or else everybody would simply play the game and always just be mafkirit and quickly take it back and say, hey, I'm potter from Tremas of We also saw that this whole discussion is only for the gifts of Ma'asurus, for the gifts that you give to the poor. The Torah says twice to give it, even if you're zochim and Ha'afkir, if it's you who is mafkirit, you have to give. Then, another interesting point is that if a person is mafkirit something only for a limited time frame, then Ula's opinion was that even the Rabbanon agreed to Rabbi perspective that he never leaves your possession. Once we see you're not giving it away freely, then you assume that you didn't mean to really get, make it ownerless. That was another important point that we learned. And the, third, and the last important point is that according to Reh within Rabbi Yossi, even though normally we say you can retract your hefker and hefker doesn't really leave your possession, when the Rabbana made a new takana but in field with, regarding Tremas and Meisers, that after three days you can no longer retract so that people should remember the halacha that hefker is pater from Tremas and Meisers.